Welcome to the Clobbercast, proudly presented to you from Clobbercalm, all the way from Sheffield, England. Ben, Glenn, take it away. Clobbercast. Evening, Glenn. Evening. How are you, Ben? I'm absolutely not bad. <laughs> absolutely not bad. <laughs> I am absolutely not bad. Good stuff. What have you been up to? Uh, well, I've been working on... Actually, well, I've been doing loads of stuff, Glenn. Loads of stuff. Today I've been doing the most boring job in the world, which is applying SKUs to every product we've got in the shop. Do you know what a SKU is? Yes, I do. It's, I am well aware of this. It's a very horrible thing that you have to do sometimes in life, but that's what I've had to do. Assign SKUs. What does it stand for, SKU? I don't exactly know. It's basically what goes on a barcode. Yeah, pretty much. But that's boring stuff anyway. But the reason why we're putting SKUs on is because we can offer free shipping on clobbercam.com for everything over 150 quid. Well, I believe when the SKUs are complete, we can offer it worldwide on any sale. Worldwide on any sale? That's the aim. That's mega. Uh, a bit later tonight. Feels like it's been ages. I know. I feel like we've not been on air for ages. Because we did two in a week. Yeah, and then we, need, we had a week and then off. Then we had a week off. I feel rusty. I know. I feel like we need to up Have a game. beer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, upper's game. But what you tell us what's going off today then, Ben? We're speaking to uh, a raw denim brand again, uh, a Richmond, USA-based raw denim brand called Shock Hotelier. Mint. We have mentioned a few times. Yeah, yeah, well, I was absolutely impressed with the threads and fades uh, because they were the first pair of raw denim jeans that I actually wanted to buy. But you told me that they weren't for sale because they'd had a year of wear. Yeah. And I were like, they look miles better than brand new ones. Mm. So we can talk about that again anyway. And we're yeah. talking to Anthony. Anthony, Anthony Lupesco, who is the founder. Cool. He founded it with his brother. Uh, apparently they've got like the family, the Lupesco family's got like 40 years in the menswear clothing industry. So we'll get dug into what that is and how... Uh, you know, I'm guessing it weren't always denim, but now it is. Right, cool. So That'd be, cool be good to know to, then. Uh, yeah, to be fair, it's, you know, as far as brands go, I'm still learning as well. We're the only stockist in the UK. That's good. Of any shock or denim. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, I, it's not like I know loads and loads about them either. So I'm looking forward to just getting stuck in with them. Yeah, well, that's what it's all about. So uh, why, don't, <laughs> why don't we mention the CCSC Rally Social we've got going off? Yeah, yeah, do that. So... Uh, we've got a full-on weekend, actually, haven't we, Ben? Coming it's, up. Yeah. It's so that's going to be really, really good. So the... S- well, we'll start with Friday night. Yeah, do that, do that. Friday night, we've got uh, Trickers, who is one of the oldest English shoe companies in England. <laughs> uh, basically, we stock them in the supply co. A couple of months back, you can see the story on my profile, I went out and filmed how they make shoes. Every shoe is touched by over 30 different people, all doing their own specific little bit. That's mint. Uh, and they've got a bit of a cult following, if we're honest. They've never kind of sold out. They've never had their uppers made in India to come back and get sold in UK. So they're half made in UK. Everything from start to finish is done in Tricker's factory in Northampton. Uh, and they, we are, well, the supply co is 
what do you call it, hosting an evening with Trickers on April the 6th. Yeah, that'll be a mega event. So. Yeah, they're fetching up the only female qualified shoemaker in the UK and we're having demonstrations, questions and answers. We've got talks from some of the people at Trickers. We've got shoe shining going off for folks that want to know how to really bring you know, the shoes back to life and, and, and care for the leather. Uh, it is a private sort of signed off sort of secret not secret because i've just said it but there is only 40 tickets uh and it is kind of a first come first serve basis so if anybody's interested in attending and you can be in sheffield on the 6th of april and you're into trickers or you're into your boots and you'd be keen to learn a little bit more about it then please by all accounts uh Drop me a line, ben at clobbercam.com, and I will endeavour to get you on the guest list. Cool. And then we'll roll on to Saturday. Yeah, so Saturday's going to be a big one. So we have the Clobbercam Supply Co. Rally Social, the first ever uh, Rally Social, which basically means that everybody's going to get together, pray for good weather, um, and bring their bikes along. Um, for a good old ride out um, I'm bringing my bike along I know Darcy's bringing her bike along and many 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 others are um, because we've collaborated with Down and Out Bespoke Motorcycles uh, we're a Yorkshire based firm where I know that Darcy's had some work done on her bike there mm-hmm. and they built my bike from scratch for me uh, they specialise I think it's fair to say in choppers bobbers, triumphs and Arleys, uh, but obviously they touch loads of other bikes as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're Basically, coming. they do all meaty stuff. Yeah, they just make Meat. standard bikes look just mint. Uh, but I know the guys down there, Sean and Carl, so they've jumped at the chance to get on board. Um, I know they're that be, they're... going to be showcasing, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, defo. They're going to bring loads of bikes, um, and there's going to be a good old crew of them as well. Um, so yeah, that, it's going to be mint. Uh, that's just one element. You can see that on Facebook, by the way, as well. Uh, if anybody, if you just type it into Facebook, you can get all details. Uh, but again, it is at the Supply Co, so it, it is in the UK. And, and it's a good old. price that one on Saturday, isn't it, Bill? Uh, yeah, it's really, really cheap to attend. It's actually free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's only one element of what's going on on Saturday. Uh, Trickers are going to be there as well, yep. still, so they're going to be staying over in Sheffield on the Friday night, uh, ready for a. a they're going early to cover start. us on Saturday as a retailer, so all yeah, their yeah. social media is coming in, and they're going to sort of cover the supply core as, you know, like this is a shop that we stocked in, this is what they do, uh, it should be good. We've got Rob coming over from Eat Dust, Denny. Yep, and I think that were a big draw as well, to be honest, for Down and Out, because Eat Dust is a biker denim into yeah. at, at heart uh, so Rob's coming over from all. Belgium yeah he's coming over from Belgium he's yep. coming in his van but he's fetching his chopper so, to show it off yep. so. so that's going to be cool um, we have Clobbercam Cal um, DJing so um, we've got a PA system outside uh, we're going to be just playing some music uh, on request as well uh, obviously the Clobbercam supply goes open uh, which is great. Uh, we also have um, the brewery. It was your neighbour, Ben. Yep. They're, yeah. Uh, they're, they're providing food and drinks. Uh, we've got 
John from Al Custom Clothing doing made to measure denim. So you can walk in and get your jeans made, you know, measured up for you uh, on the spot. And we've got Steve from Barnes and More Leatherworks come in and he's doing bespoke leather pieces. So basically you could build a belt or order some sort of wallet that's a little bit different. Oh, uh, you know, well that's just... good then. So there's, there's loads going on as well. And on top of that as well, I'm not sure if anybody's ever, ever been who's going to be making it up. Um, but there's also Peddler Market on as well, yeah. uh, which is a massive, massive draw for Sheffield now. Street food, bit of entertainment as well. Yeah. Um, so if our burgers and sausages and beer's not good enough, you can always break off into Peddler Market as well. Yeah, you definitely uh, should. Uh, but there's loads going to be going on. Uh, this is our first proper event as Six well. Six and seventh of April. Yeah. Six and seventh of April. I think we, <coughs> you could sum it up with uh, denim, bikes, booze, and boots and burgers and burgers (laughs) and Uh, loads of birds (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah it's uh, I'm I'm excited for it Um, I've not seen the Down and Out Boys since August last year apart from Carl who's come and mended my back break (laughs) uh, this weekend Uh, but um, yeah it's going to be it's going to be mint Um, so that's that that's April that's what's coming up um, there's loads and loads of new lines dropping in store as well, Ben. Too many to mention. Yeah, people um, need to just be keeping in touch. Get on mailing list, even maybe. Yeah, yeah well, that that's a big thing as well, um, because um, we, we've relaunched the website and that's been really, really well received. Um, and there's lots and lots of offers going out online at the moment, isn't there, Ben? Yeah, it's sort of like we don't do sales. Sales is a nasty word. Uh, but we do appreciate people following a story and helping us build what we're building. Definitely. Uh, so people that are on mailing list can often get, you know, freebies to say thanks or, you know, sort of discounts on certain product lines at certain times. They get to find out when new lines are coming in before anybody else. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it'd be cool to have, you know, get on there. I send two emails a week, they're both from me. I send one on a Wednesday where I talk about a product that I like and I send one on a Sunday which sort of, it just rounds up the week, mm-hmm. basically, so you can get a link to the podcast and get a link to... And that's it. Plan. And I think it's fair to say as well that uh, the mailing list is becoming a little bit of a clobbercam club. Yeah, so there are a few... I suppose, as you said, we don't do sales, um, but loyalty is rewarded. And if you open and read... Um, there might be some little gems in there every now and again for you. Doing his best. Um, yeah, just just to give a bit back as well, really. So there's uh, this week, um, you know, there's mm. been there's been some good offers on. Uh, there's loads of new lines on, as Ben said. Uh, too many to mention. We don't want to be want this to become a sales podcast. Um, it would be boring. So what we'd say is, if you are interested, then it'd be meant to check out the website. Um, follow uh, Ben at Clobbercam on Instagram or give me a follow I'm in and out of the store all the time working on the events and stuff as well so you can follow mine as well which is clobbercast.glen yeah that's good that. um, yeah and thank you to all new followers as well who's kind of uh, followed me there's been quite a few actually which is uh, feels weird uh, but it's good um, people following my story getting in touch and kind of helping educate me as well and stuff because I put a post out about some mink oil for Red Wings and it was just a simple one saying, who uses it? Does anybody 
and has anybody got any results to show me? And I got loads of inboxes. And it actually really, really helped me to know that oh, I'm going to put it on and I'm still going to like how my boots look. Yeah. So little stuff like that. It's not just us kind of saying, hey, we know loads about it because I'm new. Yeah. Uh, ben knows loads about it. But there's also loads of people out there who can educate and widen our minds as well. So thanks for that. That's been mint. Uh, it makes it worthwhile, you know, posting and things like that as well. So happy days. You get um, into it, aren't you, mate? I am, yeah. I've um, Fully fledged. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've got a couple of... As I say, I'm still still RGT fanboy, absolutely. <laughs> uh, naked and famous jeans. I've not really took these off to be honest. To be with fair, you. they're looking well though. You think they're getting there. I'm getting yeah. some. I'm getting yeah, some I wear now on me. Yeah. I weren't looking at your ass at all, but I was looking are, at your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I literally, when when the office is full, I have to sit on what's pretty much, if anybody's seen in my office, a, a pub bench, uh, which means I'm getting loads of wear on my ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, they, they get in there. Um, I've just purchased some Tellersons as well. Um, Tellerson... Ladbrook Groves. Ladbrook Groves. Um, they're really, really long <laughs> for me. So I'm just waiting on Sean. Um, taking 18 inch off. Yeah, I think we're taking six inch off them uh, because I really like to fold them up as well to middle of my shins. Um, but yeah, I'm just waiting on them. But I'm in no rush whatsoever because I'm really enjoying wearing these. So I, might not, I might not even put the telescopes no, on for a couple of months, to be honest. To, you don't need to. Like It's funny because... <clears throat> You get like you get sort of like into it, and you think, "Oh, I'll have them, I'll have them, I'll have them." But you all, you end, you st- it's exactly the same. You go back to that same old pair that you, you just like, that are just comfy. It's I, good. I got my second pair of Red Wings as well uh, last week. Eight one three eights. Really like them. Do you prefer them to your eight seven fives? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Why? Um, Not that you shouldn't, but why? I don't know because it's really weird that they were the first pair before I'd reconnected with you that I bought online. Uh, and I sent them back because I looked at them and I hated them. Mm. And I think the more that I'm around them, like Sean's got a nice pair that's really battered, which we mentioned on the last mm. podcast that he's had a couple of weeks and they look amazing. <laughs> and I think that were it for me. But again, to be honest, I don't mind saying this because Sean's mint. Sean's a cool kid. Um, and he's just an awesome, knowledgeable guy. He were wearing his Telesons and them wings. And I was like, yep. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to get both of them. <laughs> but I don't mind. I'm, I don't mind admitting that. You know, that's, you know. I'll just cool. do that. Yeah, yeah, why not? It, and it really works. Um, I've My camo jacket as well, my RGT uh, wax camo is just mega. Uh, I really, really like that. It's dis- um, it's, there, is, there is no more. We've got a few left in stock. I think there might be like one other place in Europe or somewhere. That's it, done. No more fabric, no more, done. It's mad that. That's cool, isn't it? What I am thinking about getting as well, because I, I, I always have a bit of a shout for RGT. Um, I really like the camo pants that they look, the supply. At home. They're, go, they're getting, well, release date for RGT drop twos 30th. So we'll not promote website till then, but I've got them at my house. Like I've got them and then a really cool, it's like an indigo floral. Floral makes it sound bad. I don't mean like Hawaiian floral. It's like some a, sort of underlying pattern. Yeah, 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 yeah. and it's uh, really, really good actually, both of them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got that, and I got a massive eat dust order today. So Mint. my house is full of stock. I need to get it That's into Mint. the shop. Yeah, and Indigo Ferra dropped last week as well. So yeah, we've got that loads of three quarter shirt for summer. Mint. That's it's not even yeah. that expensive. It's about hundred and twenty quid or something. 
honestly. I thought it was priced up wrong when I saw it, and then I checked with Sean, and he was like, no, no, that's right. That is a really, really yeah, nice shirt. It's good. And I struggle with shirts like that, because I think they're a bit way out there for me, but I'm genuinely going to get that one. I think that's going to yeah, look you mega. You can tell that one's cool, can't you? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. And there's also a Western. Yeah, I love that. Really, I'll really nice. I'll have that one for me, Sam, to be honest. Yeah, really nice. Well, one of. So, but yeah, I, I hope I'm clobbered up now. <laughs> I reckon you are, definitely. Uh, for a little while. Um, probably got enough. I, d- I don't really see what else I uh, I need at this stage. Um, yeah, and if I if I think about it long and hard enough, I will just buy something else. But you might not need it. But I might not need it. I think pointless. maybe something like a. Um, well, I came in the other week to get a like a denim, uh, just a denim over shirt. Cause I thought for summer, you know, my supply jackets might be a bit heavy. Uh, my camo one's fine for now, but I thought my double indigo for summer might just be a bit too much. Uh, a bit lighter. Yeah, and I ended up coming out with a vintage worker, which is perfect. Well, you can't beat them though. Yeah, They're absolutely brilliant. Forty nine quid and all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's a lot cheaper. Like you know, I'm, loads of personality to them as well. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, I'm, I feel quite content with where I am at the moment. Good I just, man. I feel like um, I need You've to really clobbered. Yeah, properly clobbered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just want to um, think about my next one and. I've, as I say, I've really got into my RGT really quickly, um, but the next one I want to connect with a brand again, like I have RGT. Yeah, um, takes a bit more thought that though. It does, it does, and that's what I think I'm going to have to do. So we'll see, we'll see. So well, you'll be able to talk to them on podcasts all the time. You'll yeah. you'll you'll end up speaking to people and thinking, you know what. I'm going to try that out. Mm. That's what people have been saying to us, aren't they? Yeah, Sending yeah. Sending us exactly. messages saying, yeah, yeah. as if a podcast has made me buy some jeans, or yeah, that's as it. if a podcast <laughs> has made me buy some boots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and um, a few people have mentioned that podcast has been a little bit quiet um, in places. On iTunes. Um, on iTunes, yeah. And we've just tested it out on uh, how we record it. We've tested it out on SoundCloud. And it does sound fine. So there might be something between kind of how it translates from... Uh, SoundCloud uh, to iTunes so we are going to have a look at that we do apologise um, and if it is a bit quiet well uh, just turn it up for now <laughs> until we find a solution and then we'll uh, then we'll, we'll get it sorted so uh, Ben's just got yourself a uh, uh, Clobbercast tipple there we go um, let's um, crack on with the call. That's with... errant dog from Friday. That. <laughs> <laughs> let's um, Monday night. Crack on with the call with uh, Shocko. Yeah, let's do it. We'll ring Anthony. Hey, up Anthony. How are we doing, mate? I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? Yeah, good. Sounds. Thanks. Good. Not bad at all. What's the weather like where you are? Uh, it's actually pretty nice. Is it? It's probably about 50 degrees. Oh right, yeah, that's much nicer than here. <laughs> we have we've had some good weather today, though. To be fair, yeah, it's it been nice. It was about seven degrees, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the, it, this is the first day today that I've had my motorbike out since August last year. Yeah, that's Damn. that's that's how cold it is in England. We've had <laughs> snow and everything. <laughs> so yeah, we've uh, some snow this year, but not much. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, what do you get the seasons properly in? It's Virginia, Richmond, Virginia, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think we do. Um, yeah. You know, the summers are super hot and humid. Yeah. And then the winters are a little bit, a little bit easier. They, do, do you ever get a good old frost, a full frost over, big snow? Yeah, like. 
once every other year. All right. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. You know, but so, I'll take it. <laughs> so where are you today yeah. then, Anthony? What's that? Where are you today? Uh, just in the office. Cool. In the shop. Yeah, we just uh, had a big uh, weekend event here, so they're just kind of putting putting everything back together. Ah, what you do? Are you at the shop or at the workshop? Yeah, yeah. What yep. what sort of uh, what sort of event you had on, mate? Uh, we did a table sale, so you know how that is. Ah, so yeah. tell us tell us a little bit more about that then, because I've been to sample sales, but whenever I've been, it's always been for. Uh, in a previous job, it would have been a high street brand. So you can imagine there being loads of clothes there and it all been sold off for cheap and stuff like that. But how does a sample... You're the first person to mention a sample sale to us on these yeah, podcasts. Right on. <laughs> so, uh, well, so you, you know, we have uh, our factory here in Richmond. So it's kind of... At the end of it, we sometimes have uh, some Frankenstein jeans left over. Yeah. Um, that just you know, either didn't work out, <laughs> something's wrong with the fabric. Um, yeah. So we don't feel like we can really put them out yeah. um, online. And sometimes it's just old stock where, you know, we're constantly improving the way we do things. So we just kind of feel like, all right, this team doesn't really have the leather backing on the rivets. Should we actually put this in regular inventory or set it aside? So it's that kind of thing. Yeah. Ah, cool. Good. Cool. So, and what a success. Kind of, sorry? Was it a success? We're happy with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, what we're trying to do is, like, over time, every single person in Richmond's got one of our jeans, at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <so>. Cool. <laughs> that sounds good to me. And uh, is is Richmond your biggest sales area? Um, what, what what which part of America or the world actually is is where's your where's all your customers? I mean, I think we're pretty um, like a lot of other folks, right? We sell online, so. New York, LA, Chicago, they're kind of the big um, cities that we ship to, but sort of here in does pretty well. Um, I mean, this city's kind of supported us right from the beginning, so cool. Yeah. it's been pretty rad, yeah. Brilliant. So, uh, Junt, tell us how how it all started, Anthony. Well, it started a little over five years ago. Actually, probably about six years ago. Yeah. Um, I just was working, didn't really love what I was doing, and my family's been in uh, the apparel industry forever. Yeah, it's like over 40 and, years, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so um, I was sitting in his living room, and I was like, you know, I really want to, kind of thinking I want to start a factory. Right, yeah. And uh, he's like, well, what are you telling me? And uh, I was like, well, I'm <laughs> hoping that you could help me out. And um, so we just kind of started talking about what we what I wanted to make, really, and he just he comes from a more sartorial world. He did a lot of suiting, and he was just like, "Man, I've never made a fucking pair of jeans before." Is this your dad so, or your? Yeah, <coughs> is, my yeah, dad. yeah, yeah. Got yeah, you. yeah. So, and that's, I mean, we just kind of figured it out over time. It took us about six months. We got the space. We started um, and folks, yeah. and. Um, came out with some uh, some monsters in the beginning but um, I feel like we're doing pretty good now yeah yeah for definite mate for definite so it was uh, so basically you you decided you weren't happy with what you were doing you decided you wanted to start uh, producing clothing your family had got experience so therefore you went to your dad you roped him in to help you like dads always do 
We all need that. Uh, so when did it actually really start? You know, when did you actually feel like you had a hold of Shocko and what it were doing as a company? Because we all know that didn't happen straight away, yeah. obviously. No, definitely not. No. Uh, I'm actually looking at a pair of jeans right now that have... Um, lime green bar tag on it so that was definitely not that um, are they um, on the wall probably, no they're actually on the shelf in the back um, but probably about three years ago i think is when i would say all right we felt really really good about the product we were putting out yeah yeah that's really so. interesting and collections always growing isn't it, mate? And, and you know we've kind of We've um, tried to experiment in a couple of different ways. I mean, what we're, if you, the, the quest, I guess, if you will, is always to figure out, all right, how can we take um, this tradition that, you know, my family brings to the table and kind of combine that with workwear, you know? Yeah. And so I don't, I, don't, I don't know that we've always hit it right. That's always kind of the goal is how do we, we recreate some of these pieces um, through our lens. Mm. So yeah, that's really cool, man. And do you uh, do you? I mean, in your if you're sort of the creative behind Choco, would you say that you're the creative behind Choco, Antonia? Do you do most of the designing? Yes, oh, I think pretty. I mean, we all. I know you guys have talked to Rob too, and we smell like he's still doing all. Yeah. And all that stuff. So we, it's kind of a community affair, you know. Yeah, that's good. And what do the uh, and what do you uh, what does a normal day look like for you then, Anthony? Uh, it uh, starts probably with a little bit of arguing between my father and I, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> a cup of coffee. Uh, but then it's just you know we're you know we're a small business, so it's putting out fires probably for the first half of the day and then really getting into work yeah. um, after after lunch. I get the oh, putting out so. the fires bit. Happens to everybody. There's um, kind of this continuous challenge that we have. We're, you know, we're both a manufacturer and a brand, and so those needs don't always line up, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, on both ends, and so trying to figure out how do we create variety while also remaining efficient and um, keeping the level of quality the same? What's the hardest thing about trying to remain efficient? Sorry, I'm getting stuck into it now a little bit, but no, what, what sure. do you you know? Uh, what are the what are the issues that a brand like yourself has uh, when you're trying to you know when you're trying to balance spin them plates, shall we say? Yeah, I mean, I think we need we need to offer folks new things on a pretty regular basis and you know in a factory it's much easier to just make the same thing every day Mm -hmm. um and so we really want to dive in a little bit deeper on things we do but if we're not 100 percent convinced or maybe it's like a little bit of weird design but could be kind of cool um we just end up devoting a lot of time and labor into making a new piece that may not be successful you know yeah and of so course. just trying to kind of gauge that. I bet it's, uh, I mean, what what would you say were your core lines, Anthony? What are the lines that you kind of know that when you produce them, they're going to move either via Kojima. online? Yeah. And what's, Good team all day. The Kojima. Yeah. 
Uh, it doesn't surprise uh, me. I thought that would be the answer. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of our favorite here, too. You know, that um, our black selvage as well. Yeah. Um, so those are, I mean, it's kind of what we all wear in here. Is that because of the cut? It is because of the cut. Although I'm, I'm a fan of the military trouser, too. But that, that definitely moves a little bit slower because it's, you know, a little... Mm. I'm wearing them right now. I'm wearing the military trouser oh, right. right now. Yeah, <laughs> when oh, the uh, when they came into store because we'd done the threads and fades project last year, right. uh, I was determined that I'd have a pair of Shoko, and I thought it would be a slim Kojima, and then when I saw it military trouser, I was like, Do you know what? I'm gonna go for that one just because it's different to every other five pocket raw jean that right. I've got in shop. Uh, so yeah, I'm a big fan. I gave, him, I gave him the first soak today, actually. <laughs> and they're actually better for it. <laughs> Believe it or not. Like, I liked them before, but I got, uh, I've got i got kids, so therefore I got like food all over them one day, as you do. And uh, so I was like, oh, I'm going to have to soak them. So I actually, uh, I gave him a soak today. This is actually coincidence, though. Believe it or not. It's not because you're on the podcast. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, I've put them on now, and I actually, uh, I actually prefer them now they've had a soak. Mm. You know, it's took a, a bit of colour out, got a few fades in. It's tightened them up a little bit, and I think I'm going to be enjoying them for the next few months. Thank you. <laughs> so. Well, not that we're actually um, wearing the same pants today. It sounds like. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, not technically the same pants. That'd be. Uh... Not exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um... <laughs> But kinda. So, <laughs> cool. Well, and I kind of enjoy, you know, that it's not everything we do is tapered, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to have something a bit different. I got them as a summer jean. I thought they'd be really good for summer. They're not too heavy. They're a bit looser. Uh, and I just, you know, I just thought they'd be a good summer jean, a good option. When did you guys? Um, are you guys open brick and mortar? Everything. What's that? Sorry. Are you guys? Um, is the storefront I'm assuming is open yeah yeah we've been open since December uh, we're, we're, yeah we're just plugging away at it now mate we're building up we've got some uh, good brands in uh, to be fair I think we are the only stockist in the UK of the Shoko product I think you guys are yeah yeah so uh, it's uh, you can always tell when somebody knows what they're talking about because we do sell the Kojima in fact we do a restock but that's another conversation but uh, the uh, you certain the, every Kojima we've sold, somebody's come in specifically for it. So it's not like a gene that we've had to upsell. Somebody actually know you know right. the people that know, basically, and they That's would awesome. uh, they walk in and go, oh, "No, I've come for the Kojima," and then obviously they try them on and they end up buying them. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it does it does well for us. Like it's a good little good little talking point. But like I says, I'll get in touch with you about that a little bit. <laughs> Not sure. now, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, we we just started recently doing um, selling internationally, and mm. it's been pretty awesome because we got excited. Um, this is years ago. We just all of a sudden all these orders from Malaysia were just pouring through. You know. Yeah. So we're like, hell yeah, this is awesome. You know, we're hitting the Asian market, and then they all ended up being credit card fraud. Yeah. And uh, so we're like, yeah, all right, I guess we'll try it again. So did you end up losing money on that? Oh yeah, a lot of it. Oh shit, that's horrible. Yeah. That's really yeah, horrible. You, know. uh, so you live and you learn, right? 
You do, mate. You do, and we all do that as well, pal. Uh, the uh, <clears throat> do you are you at the stage yet where you have a sales team that sort of hunts down areas or regions or categories, or at minute is it just still organic? Yeah, there's uh, nine of us here, and pretty much the only people who um, work in sales are Robert and myself. So yeah. everybody else actually is making jeans or kind of supporting the making of jeans. Yeah. So that's really good. Where did the uh, <clears throat> when it comes to the making of jeans? Where did the you know where did the idea of doing well not the idea as such but where where did the passion for doing the the leather rivets come from? Um, you know, a lot of the stuff is we look at um, some of the other really kind of. I'm a big fan of these one-man shows, you know, kind of like Roy and yeah, just kind of looking at. They're always paying attention to every single detail way that yeah. is a little bit more difficult when you're trying to do volumes. I think a lot of folks look at vintage Levi's and they're certainly really cool, but I mean, these guys just take that level of craft to a whole other level. Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah. And so that's where you took it from. Yeah. and so, Well, not Roy per se, but just that's where we definitely look at a lot of those guys for, for inspiration. But I think a lot of the stuff that, you know, we do barely even get noticed. So we don't, all of the, French themes are all felt by hand. Um, you know, everybody notices the leather of it's just because they're really noticeable, but are more noticeable. Yeah. But I kind of like to think if you actually take it apart and look under the engine, that's where the real yeah. work goes in. Yeah, of course. So why so. why denim for you, Anthony? Uh, I, I just I fell in love with uh, with the fabric, but big part of it too is i grew up when i was six we left the states and moved to europe so we lived in italy for a while okay and uh it was always we moved around all all the time and so i was always the new kid and it was uh <laughs> i learned pretty quickly that it was better to be the american kid than the new kid it's just at least you have <laughs> i don't know it's kind of a weird Kudos. thing you, know, you move around and like yeah the new kid is just nobody really knows anything about him um and so it just kind of became a part of my identity when I was little, you yeah. know? So it's just something that always stuck with me of home. Yeah. Do you, so, you think it's really weird and a bit psychological, like denim were almost a bit of a shell, like a bit protective? Like right. we talk about this quite a lot, you know, about raw denim and our blokes like to batter it in and wear it in. And it, uh, I always said that it almost goes back to your childhood and feeling protected and for some reason we grow up and we still need to feel that feeling but then obviously there's designers like yourself out there that make it look good as well so so therefore we become denim heads i don't know if i don't know if you agree with me or not on that but no i agree actually that's one of the things we always say is you know your pair of of jeans that you get the first pair when you first put it on should feel more like armor than sweatpants you know that's how you got to break it in and it just really evolves with you. Yeah. You know, definitely. I think there's definitely, yeah, you definitely feel protected. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Uh, where do you like to, uh, 
For people that don't know out there, where do you, when it comes to, obviously, we know you put a lot of effort into the actual manufacture, but where do you source the majority of your denim from? Or where do you personally like to source the majority of your denim from? Yeah, I mean, now uh, we've been working with uh, pretty much the thick mills at the beginning. Um, unfortunately, not cone mills anymore, but um, in Italy. we work with, uh, yeah, so the first jeans we made were almost exclusively with cone mills in Greensboro. Yep, cone mills, um, yep. And uh, so now we work with Candiani in Italy yep. and um, Kuroki and Collect in Japan. Yeah, okay, yeah. And what do you personally prefer? What do you like? Um, on a personal level, I know it's no reflection on, on the product yeah. you create. Yeah, what does Anthony sure, sure. like? I think it kind of, you know, it depends. I have a lot of respect for Candiani and just kind of what what they're trying to do. But at the end of the day, the you know, you can just really geek out over all the little details and textures that um, collect especially yeah puts into designing their fabrics you know yeah um there's some stuff that they send over that <laughs> i don't think we could ever sell but we just all drool over it <laughs> you know or it's like an exact reproduction of you know world war Two denim or whatever yeah and, yeah it's like it's it's almost like a buyer's trend into it sometimes right, uh, right. yeah uh so what uh how do you approach design then? So how does it work? Because obviously you've got seasons. You've got autumn, winter, spring, summer. I often think to myself, somebody like yourself that's sort of overlooking production on a daily basis, day-to-day, overlooking sales, if you like, day-to-day. You've already established that you do events because you had one of them at weekend, and they don't happen without work either. Uh, I know about that. So how do you approach, how do you structure your days so you have product available for spring, summer, autumn, winter? How do you approach that design process? Uh, not uh, not organized enough. That. <laughs> that seems to be <laughs> what everybody kind of, says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, we get so wrapped up with the, what's happening right now just because we have right in front of the factory of the store. Yeah. You know, that it turns into a thing for like all right so that's in the sa- that's the same location then the store and the factory is in the same place yep yeah, yeah same okay. place yeah got that um and so sometimes we just end up getting rushed last minute like hey all those ideas we've been talking about we need to we need to get them on paper and finalize today yeah so it's not that dramatic but um it, it, it does happen a lot of times last minute yeah, I can imagine. And do you produce it all in house as well, everything, or do you outsource and manufacture? Yeah, so actually, you know, it's not true that it happens last minute because we're just constantly developing different samples, different prototypes, um, getting different sample yardage in. So it's kind of we probably develop all of this stuff over the course of two, three months, mm-hmm. and then it's almost like a cram session at the end, you know. Yeah, yeah, and everything gets in, and then late nights, and blah, 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 right. to get it through to front. So what's... Right, right, right. What's the... Uh, this is interesting, this sense. So what's your aim for the brand, then? What what do you hope to achieve from Shoko uh, in the long run? Do you have those sort of goals, those sort of plans? Or? Yeah, we definitely do. Um, you know, I think the first thing that we want to do is really just make the best pair of jeans period um 
and that's something that I think we're still still working towards that. Um, but I think beyond that is just really trying to. I don't. I don't want to sound like we're aiming too high, but I think we'd like to build kind of a classic American brand, kind of how they were probably in the fifties or sixties, you know, with a pretty tight control over where and how things are made and um, just keep it a pretty simple lineup, um, which usually ends up being really much more difficult than if you just kind of threw everything out. Yeah. Um, So Mm -hmm. I don't know if that answered the question, actually. I feel like that was a little, a little jarbled, but yeah, yeah, I understand. Uh, What about um, the design process? Would you say that you lean more towards heritage or post heritage? Hmm. Um. Or is, is that a nice balance of the two? I I would like to think that it's balanced, right? And I think for for me personally, a part of it is, all right, let's take a look at this. Um, these classic pieces of workwear or military um, military apparel and try to give them modern function, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that would be the ideal. Um, so, I don't know, I'm actually looking at we have a little archive here of kind of uniforms for World War One, and some of the shapes don't really, don't work anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, because they're a bit anti-fit, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, even actually, this one is super, um, it's actually really, really tailored. So it's really fitted. Right, okay. Yeah. Almost too much. Right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, do you know, I uh, we stock vintage in the supply co. We do a lot of European workwear. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. If ever you're, uh, if ever you're after all, just let me know. I can ship you some really good pieces out. You know, like so you can, uh, you can measure them up and get inspiration from them because some of the bits that we get, Anthony, are, are unbelievable. They're amazing. Yeah. Uh, but I worked for a wholesaler for seven years before I went self-employed, so I, uh, I got, I got to see a lot of it going through, and I got to learn a lot about how the vintage side of clothing works. Uh, so yeah, if you ever, it's really funny because the fatigue pant that I'm wearing right now that you're wearing, I've got the originals in my shop as well. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we could do uh, almost like a, a swap, so there's a lot of uh, reenactments that go on around Virginia as a whole, but around Richmond, so if yeah. I don't have to look at another Civil War uniform, and I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Brilliant. So the uh, so when we did uh, sorry, I'm just looking at Glenn here. Uh, when we did the uh, when we did the project threads and fades, did you follow that at all? When we had the five guys all wearing your jeans, what did you make of that? Obviously, it were very. Uh, <coughs> You know, to keep someone up like that for a year is difficult for everybody involved. But all guys pulled through. Were there any one person that you particularly noted and thought to yourself, Do you know what, right? They're kicking shit out of my jeans and I like watching it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously we love Jens, right? We, 
repost his photos all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. Have you met? Have you? You won't have met him. I met him uh, in January this year. Obviously, I speak to him a lot online. He's a proper boy, you know. He's a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Isn't he a paramedic? And yeah, yeah, he yeah, is. He's a paramedic like, in that. Like, he's a great guy, but he's just. He's like six foot tall, German, beard, loves beer, yep. and he's just a perfect guy to go to a party with. I'm telling you, yep. what a right laugh. I can't. <laughs> I'll see him again in summer, but yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, uh, he were really excited to do project, but uh, unfortunately, because he's a paramedic, he couldn't hammer him every day, all day, quite like some other guys. Right. So uh, it was nice to have Jess involved, though, wasn't it? The uh, yeah. Yeah, we're good to have a woman in the awareness Absolutely. So she looks awesome. Mm. Oh, in all jeans, she really did a good job with those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the jeans. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, that, I mean, Yamaha's photography is rad too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. definite, man. For definite. It were uh, it were good fun doing it. Like they're, they're sending them back to us. We have got one pair back already, and we use it in shop all the time as a demonstration. Well. Like they Glenn. were, yeah. They were my. Uh, I didn't have any jeans at that particular time when these came back, <clears throat> and I said to Ben, I said, "I really would like these ones," and he was like, "No, no, you can't have them ones. They're like properly worn in after a year." <laughs> I was like, "But they're the ones I like. I want to buy those ones." And he's like, "No, no, they don't start like that." <laughs> So I had this full-on education process, and you were like, "No, this this is these jeans, brand new. This is how they start." And I was like, "No way, no way is that pair of jeans that pair of jeans." And I couldn't get my head around it. And now we're like, "That was the first introduction to like a proper, proper raw denim and fades and stuff like that." And I was like. Jesus, what do you have to do to make them look like that? <laughs> but that's just time, I guess. It's just time. But wow, yeah. it absolutely blew my mind. Yeah, it did. I remember. It's it's funny, isn't it? Because they actually uh, those jeans that we've got that have been worn for a year, Anthony. They're actually brighter. They're more aluminum. There's more colour and more. We know that character gets in them, so I can't use that word. But the colour actually pops more than when they're new. It's weird. It's like. The older they get, the the more just becomes more vibrant. The more energy, yeah, the more energy yeah. the fabric seems to have, uh, and that's uh, that's a really special. Well, I think it's special anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally, totally agree. That's right, so here we have a bunch of faded jeans from friends, customers. Yeah. And we kind of use that as an example of exactly how you were saying, and that's mm. kind of. One of my favorite moments is just being like, no, you start out with that. Mm. And although my jeans never look like that, I'm just not cool enough, I guess. I said too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've got one pair that's got some good pace, but I mean, those dudes really put it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah big style. It's really weird because when you work within it, you find it, you don't. You just don't get the same time on one pair of jeans, do you? Quite the same. It's it's just a, the way it is. You'll be trying on your own product. You'll be wearing stuff to make sure that it's all right and it fits right. So, and I'm the same in the shop. I kind of, I'll put something on and think, right, now I know how that works so I can speak to a customer about it so then I'll wear something else. You don't actually get a chance to, well, to knock smoke out of something, basically. Quite the same. Right. <laughs> 
Uh, I was just about to say, what do you, uh, on a personal level, because one thing that I've always been really impressed with with Shoko is your jacket. Uh, I think you've got a really good selection of jackets. And I just wondered, what's your preference? Do you prefer designing the jacket? Like, as a man, men always like jackets, don't they? Yeah. A man will have five pair of jeans and 25 jackets. Like, it's just the way it right. is in everybody's wardrobe. As a designer, is it the same balance? So for every pair of jeans that you want to alter, do you want to alter five jackets? Or every pair of jeans do you design, have you got five ideas for jackets? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, mean, just, I can believe it. You know, you just kind of look around and there's so much to kind of pull in. Yeah. I mean, how is it... Uh... With your vintage showroom, I'm sure it's kind of the same ratio, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, for definite, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for definite. It's uh, exactly the same. And everybody that comes in shop actually does the same as well. So we, we might sell a pair of jeans to a customer, but before they buy another pair of jeans, I mean, this isn't everybody. We've only been here four months, but some people have got money to spend, so you, you do get to recognize the patterns. Uh, they'll buy a pair of jeans, then they'll buy two or three shirt or jacket options that's what i go, did yeah before they go back to a pair of another pair of jeans if that makes sense mm -hmm. i think when definitely you get... i mean i kind of want to send you guys this jacket just for you to to look at it and get your opinion that we that's based off of that world war one uniform it's i think one of the coolest things we've done we never actually sold it because it ended up being outrageously expensive but it was um, yeah so it weren't commercial wall. enough yeah, just exactly. Yeah. yeah, but it's so rad. Yeah. Um, it's one of the things I'm proudest of. But I do think that there's a lot more that uh, this is something that I've been working on a little bit um, more recently is really, all right, well, let's I can take a look at jeans or trousers and really just focus on the details of the pants because sometimes I think it's easy to get excited at kind of big back vents or pleats you know on a jacket and you kind of forget about the forget about the pants you know you gotta take care of the looks yeah for sure just worth mentioning anthony as well that i absolutely love absolutely love love the cotterill field shirt the green one that is that is beautiful how long has that one been available and around yeah absolutely uh, I've got some right now. That fabric is really. Have you guys ever seen the faded version? I've I've not. No, I think uh, I was. Well, we were speaking earlier, and I think Ben at the moment's only got three lines of jeans in at the mo at the moment. I yeah. think that's correct. Um, but I'd be really interested to see some of these shirts. And do they do they wear and fade really well? Do they? They do. So this fabric is kind of. Um, we've had it for. Since we started, we ordered it originally for women's because it's got two percent stretch, and we thought let's try <clears throat> to make some jeans for women. Um, and it just it actually wasn't enough. Um, but it turns we ended up doing a custom pair for for a guy, and that's how we discovered that holy shoes are awesome. Um, they kind of get this kind of like a chalkboard. You know, it's like a cross between a chalkboard and wacky canvas. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's really, really cool wear. I'll send you guys some photos. Yeah, for sure, man. Do it. That'd be really good. It does look cool. I'm just looking at it now. Really nice jacket. And it's a total, total accident. You know, when you see it, it's just super dark, almost gray. And after 
less than six months, you know, it kind of turns more olive. Um, it's a really, really pretty piece. Mm, cool. And is there any plans to develop the product range wider? Yeah, so we're, um, in the next few weeks, we're actually going to start doing women's again. I was going to ask you that. Are you going into ladies? Yeah, yeah. So we're just keeping it simple. Is that um, is that because you've been asked for it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Every when I go home at night, every night. <laughs> <laughs> so, I understand that uh, one. And then folks in town too. So we're pretty excited about that. And then cool. we're trying to figure out, you know, how much um, how much work can we do in this factory? And how much should we try to partner with other factories? Um, to kind of expand especially shirts and jackets that kind of thing mm. yeah so. i can imagine it's uh what is your best selling uh jacket at the moment then uh it's the field shirt is it yeah actually ah. the casual field shirt exactly yeah. Yeah. love yeah, it so that's the one uh, i think i need to sample one of those for sure yeah. i really like the sack jacket is that yeah. still on the side the sack jacket were uh is it still there the sack jacket, chocolate. Yeah, so I've got um, this, that's a really, really cool fabric. We all kind of geek out about stuff like this. It's actually um, an unsanforized fabric. Yeah. That's then uh, washed as uh, as a piece of roll of fabric is washed before it's sewn. Yeah. And it just creates this really, you know, it shrinks up in kind of wonky ways and just creates this really beautiful texture um, mm. to it. Can I ask you uh, a question that I think yeah. people that are listening might be interested in? You mentioned the World War One jacket, uh, the the inspired, you know, the one that was inspired that you couldn't produce because it ended up being way too expensive, but you love it and blah de blah de blah. For people that are out there listening, Anthony, can you explain to them why it was expensive? What are the things that make it? expensive is it the amount is it the man hours because of the stitching is it the buttons that you choose to put on it because they cost ten dollars each do you know like what is it that uh, yeah. what is it that makes it expensive to the point where you have to sit back and go i love this but this ain't gonna work for us and as customers i mean this piece was a little bit of everything you know right um the fabric itself i think was like i think it was $60 a meter. Wow. Um, yeah, that, it was really, I yeah. mean, it's a, it's a woolen cashmere, it's double-faced, it's really beautiful, but I'm guessing kind of a... What would yeah. you use on a jacket? One and a half meters? Two meters? Actually, on this one, it was three meters. Fuck. So it costs you like yeah. $180 just in fabric? Just in fabric. That's before we do anything. And we did this um, back vent in it with... Uh, Kind of using the the dual tone of the fabric, you right, know, so okay. it's like a little little touch of it. Um, so just all that you're wasting wow. a little bit of fabric moving yeah. it around. Yeah, yeah, um, of course. And then at the end of the day, for for us anyway, it always ends up being super expensive as a labor. Yeah, you know, I, um, I think you know there are advantages and disadvantages to having your own factory and we're a super small shop, so we don't have a lot of advanced uh, machinery, you know? So, yeah. 
I mean, our jeans probably cost three times what they cost to make them in LA, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Of course. Right. That's really interesting. Mm, very interesting. <laughs> yeah. I think and people I think people will be interested in that answer. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a part of what you know, we were, when I talked about how we hand fell every um, free French theme, most factories have folders. Um, I mean, forget the factories that have actually computerized machines, but I mean, we're hand cutting everything, laying out everything by hand. Yeah. Um, and some of this stuff is done by choice, and some of it is just because, you know, we can't afford a $100,000 um, plotter, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, and yeah. Those huge factories can. And so the, you get a lot of difference there. And I think I think you do end up with something that's got a little bit more life to it, you know, a little bit of a... Yeah, like yeah, soul. blood, sweat, and tears. So, yeah. So it is, isn't it, mate? Yeah, that's really good then, that, buddy. So... I think, uh, have you got any questions? I think, I feel like I've ticked all mine off, um, like I've been yeah, talking away. Yeah, I'm, I'm, again, like, because I'm pretty new to Shoko, apart from the threads and fades, it's been really good for me to sit and listen and to be educated, to be honest. <laughs> um, I did this before on another yeah, podcast yeah. where I just sat and listened. I was like, I'm just taking it all in. And while you guys are speaking, I've been going through uh, the website as well, and the Cottrell's amazing. The jeans that you've got on is amazing, Ben. The yeah. Kojima, obviously a proper fan favourite, and I get exactly why, because I've seen them bashed in. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm I, I, I'm a believer. I'm just going to have to try and get Ben to get some of these shirts in stock now. <laughs> yeah, but I like it. I like it. I, I really like it. Um, I like the design. There's, there's, there's something different. Um, and I'm trying to I'm trying to put my finger on what it is, um, and I think it is exactly Anthony. I think it is the balance between the heritage and the post heritage. I think I think that's what's kind of sitting in my mind that I'm not the biggest fan of proper full on heritage, um, and then likewise, you know, the the post heritage, I, re, I I do swing towards that. But I do feel that you bring in the character of the old school into the modern style. If that makes sense. Well, I think these trousers yeah, are a classic you, example. Awesome. Yeah, I really like. And I wouldn't have ever thought that I would have gone for a a, a military style jean like what Ben's got on, because of the the square of the pockets on the outside. I think I would have been a lot more traditional. But to be honest, they are mint. They're mint. They're really good, aren't they? I definitely look good in them, don't I, Glenn? Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to look at you. <laughs> Legs, crotch area. Um, but they, 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 they are mint, aren't they, to be fair? Yeah, just tell me what's mint about them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway. Well, you know, I'll be honest with you guys. So when, we, um, when I asked my dad to, you know, please help me take this thing off the ground, the first thing he said to me was, I only know how to make real clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and he, by that, he meant, you know, like traditional suiting and all of that yeah. stuff. And I think that ended up just truthfully making a different product because yeah. I, he says it all the time that he just got really overwhelmed in the beginning working with denim just because it's got so much more movement when you mm. sew, <clears throat> when you work with it. Yeah, it stretches a lot, doesn't it, and stuff. It does. Yeah. yeah. And so we just kind of, 
figured it out, you know, yeah. our own way. So maybe, so up, maybe, yeah, that, maybe that's a balance that I'm seeing when I look through the site and going through, you know, listening in t- and seeing what's in the designs as you're pushing forward and your dad's keeping that old school within the manufacturer. Yeah. And maybe maybe that's coming through because that's probably what I was trying to explain, um, which is mint because you've absolutely nailed it in that in that respect. Um, that balance is, is, is great and I'm definitely going to get some of those. That's oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really like well, that. You know, we tried um, a few years ago. We um, went to essentially ended up working with the son of guy my dad worked with in northern Italy. Yeah. And tried to do some blazers, and they did okay, you know. But I think it was kind of this thing where it wasn't really understood how these two things go together, you know. Yeah, I get that. Um, but and it was really down to the choice of of fabrics that we were using and some constructed and the jackets here there was almost none you know we put the horsehair canvas just to make sure that the jacket held its shape over time but otherwise it was meant to be worn and treated like a pair of jeans you know like a pair of raw denim where you just beat this up and then hand it down to your grandson yeah but it's kind of hard to tell people to do that after they're like dropping a thousand dollars on a jacket right yeah (laughs) exactly no i get that completely um And that's like kind of what I meant earlier when I said we're trying to figure out how do we blend these two worlds because they actually do, if done correctly, it's synced, you know? See, that's that's, that's a good, that is, that's kind of just summed it up. That's kind of what we needed from you, Anthony. (laughs) We needed that line. Like, that makes sense now. Yeah. The brand will be a lot, the brand will be... uh, People will uh, people will buy into that for definite, mate. That's really cool. Uh, It'll be really yeah. interesting following that story. Yeah, I get it now. I get it a lot more after sitting, listening, and looking not just at Ben's crotch online, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I've, my I've, crotch ain't online. No, well, <laughs> it is on certain <laughs> websites. <laughs> cool, brilliant. Um, I have got a question that. We've had a, we've had a few questions come in via private message for you, Anthony. If that's all right, sure. mate. Uh, I just want to fire them at you, and then I'm going to get you with a quick fire round. If that's all right, uh, to finish it off. But one guy has uh, mentioned I've phoned you off my phone today, so I can't actually go into it and see where you were called. Bless him. I apologise, dude, that sent it in. But he said we get this all the time, right? So this is just your opinion, Anthony. Uh, we should do a full podcast on it. But how would you advise somebody cares for the denim that they buy from you when it's ready for washing, soaking, whatever? I mean, I know what I did today, but what what would you advise was the best way to do it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like some some people think it's a thing, but I actually wash all of my hands in the washing just cold water and then hang it up. Yeah, that's what I do. It does remove the ceremony from it, right? Like... There's something nice about washing it in the river. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I really, I wash my jeans probably once a year. I yeah, s- once yeah. every six months. <clears throat> I'm same as you, mate. I, I'll put them in a washing machine. I take spin off. I'll do it on a thirty, uh, and I just let them do it that way, and they always come out fine. I did try and sea wash a pair of jeans last year when I were on holiday, and. Just felt like a complete plonker. <laughs> Everybody just looked at me. <laughs> you know? 
you know, like, it, it, was just, it was just embarrassing. Like, I didn't really know. And I was trying to document it and take photos and everything. I was really up for it. And then I would just didn't see with my jeans. I'm thinking, I don't want to get out. <laughs> <laughs> this hasn't <this> worked. <laughs> well, you know, at the end of the day, they're jeans. Yeah. You know? Like, they're meant to be abused a little yeah. bit, at least, you know? Mm-hmm. So. That's right. And then we've got another guy from our mate Dave that sends us, he sends us this question every week, and we always miss it. So this week, I'm going to ask him. What he says, what is your personal favorite gene by Shoko? It's a few part question, so I'll just fire him at you. Your favorite personal gene by Shoko? Fine. Yeah, your favorite. Anthony's favorite. Uh, so my favorite that we have now is the Slim Weaver. The one that I just wear all the time is the Slim Black Selvage. The Slim what? Sorry, Black Selvage? Yeah. Okay, we've got that. Something about a black jean, you know. Yeah, that's cool. What about the favorite top that you do? Favorite top that we do is not out yet. It's the sack jacket that you guys saw. Ah. I freaking love this piece. Yeah, cool. No, that's so. really good. Yep, like that. And then, if you're not wearing Shoko, what jean would you choose? Ooh, good question. Yeah. Roy. I'd probably do a Roy Denim. Roy Denim. And if you're not wearing yeah. Shoko, what jacket would you choose? Uh, think about that one. Damn. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, so. Shoko all the way. Probably. Yeah, kind of. But, I mean, there's some other brands that I really like that are kind of in that post heritage, a little more slow. You know their jackets. Yeah, I haven't yeah. Actually, um, worn one, but it's something I'd like to get. Yeah, all slow then. We'll go for that. And then, in terms of boot booting, what what's your boot of choice, Anthony? Uh, so I'm wearing a pair of uh, fights right now. A pair of what? Sorry, fights. Yeah, it's F E I T. Um, cool, and I got him because uh, have you guys heard of A B Fits? Yes. Um, so he's an awesome guy. Um, but he's just like, you have to get a pair of these boots. They're the best thing in the world. And I don't know if they're the best thing in the world, but they're definitely the best boots I've ever gotten. Yeah. Which one is it then? This is quite a lot. I've just Googled it up. But... Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like a Chelsea that ties in the back. So it's super clean. Yeah. The workmanship on it is amazing, and the leather is beautiful. Mm. Oh, very good. Anybody that's listening needs to go and check that out then. That's an interesting answer. I like that. And now it's my turn. I think I'm going to give you a bit of a quick fire round, Anthony. Is that all right, mate? Sure, let's try it. Yeah, okay then. So, 10 questions, quick fire. Uh, No procrastination. And I'm going to say, when it comes to a jean, fully raw or after a few soaks? Uh, Fully raw. And are you an iPhone or a Samsung guy? iPhone. iPhone. Coffee. Don't judge me. <laughs> Coffee <laughs> or tea? Coffee. Coffee. Loose fit or a slim taper? Uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Personally. Week or weekend. Uh, I, I'm into the, slim, the loose fit right now, but probably slim taper. Okay. 
And then we've got beer or wine. Beer. Beer. And then night in or night out. Uh, well, so I just had a kid six weeks ago, so I would love a night hey. out. Congratulations. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that were going to go the other way. Yeah. I've just had a kid, so obviously it's got to be a night in. Like, yeah, no. fuck that. I get me to a Uh Box sets or films slash movies? Mm. Yeah, box set. Box set, yeah. Nirvana or Pearl Jam? Nirvana. New York or Los Angeles? Uh, New York. Well, I was going to say Red Wing or something else. I'm guessing it'll be something else. Yeah, so something else, yep. Yeah, there we go. Lovely. That's it. That's your quick fire, Anthony. That was quite easy, wasn't it? That was super easy. Yeah, dead easy. That's been a good one. Yeah, yeah. I think think this one, again, it's going to be quite quite an informative one. this the informative podcast because I think people are gonna when they're listening they're gonna be jumping on the phone taking a look at the Shocko website and seeing they'll see, probably come to our website if they're in Europe because yeah yeah well definitely yeah we're closer um, and get some of them jackets in Ben yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah get that field shirt man yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's like I it. really want to have a look at that one yeah really want to have a look at that one yeah, and see how that wears as well. Um, so I've got I've got the double indigo jacket yeah. at the moment. Um, I'd like to see how this one would wear actually. So I think that might be uh, on the cards. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining us, Anthony. That's been really, really good. Yeah. Absolutely. Cheers, yeah. Thank cheers you guys for having, for having, us, having me. Yeah. No. Well, sorry for uh, phoning you an hour early due to the clocks changing in the UK and me not thinking about that. <laughs> no, it's, I'm glad that you guys changed your clocks too. Yeah. <laughs> feel better about the fact that we probably shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, it's one of them, so, isn't it? It's uh, yeah, cool. it fucks everything up. Cool. So what, what's yeah, yeah. what's on the agenda for the rest of the day, Anthony? Uh, well, I'm two beers in, so probably a third. Oh, hey, you know, good. A bit like and, Ben. Uh, and what time yeah, is it? Just yet? Cleaning up. <laughs> cool. That's great. So. Denim and booze. That's what it is. Brilliant. Well, that, that's been really good. I've really enjoyed that. Uh, thanks for joining us, Anthony. Um, yeah, cheers, mate. I'm sure we'll catch yeah, up soon for um, uh, volume two, soon yeah. down the line when when uh, Ben gets his next lot in. Yeah, I'll get it. I'll, I'll widen the uh, offering a little bit more, and we can talk about that then. Uh, when do you guys uh, do Brewing or anything like that? When do we what? Sorry. Do you guys uh, go to Denbrewin or any of those? We've got what shows. the trade shows at minute. Yeah. It's uh, as a startup. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm sticking to European ones simply from a cost point of view. Right. Uh, there's no doubt that there's, it's absolutely definite that we're going to end up in America, uh, more than likely this year. I just can't oh, exactly. I want to come to you guys. Yeah. Oh, you should come. To, you can that's, come to us anytime, man. Yeah. I'll take you out for a beer. Three, two beers deep. Half past three. My kind of guy. <laughs> we're away yeah <laughs> don't worry about that we'll yeah be... well we no, could do um we could do uh selvage run uh berlin yeah and then we can get anthony over to uk straight after yeah yeah we could do you should even consider doing that trade show uh selvage run 
Anthony, we are brand. Yeah, that's uh, we were we were thinking about it. I think um, so because you've got quite a presence in Germany, which is where the show is. But other than that, there's not really many other stockists just yet over here. But you know, it's it's brilliant to speak to Andrew at three sixteen and uh, George at Oak Street Bootmakers were there this year, and I spoke to AJ at Knickerbocker. Uh, there's a lot of American brands there man and it's good it's growing and shane's really cool guy that's well he's on podcast in a couple of weeks shane that's the organizer uh yeah man who knows possibly oh yeah and it's uh, the perfect place to go for a beer or two right or three <laughs> or three yeah <laughs> <laughs> cool cool. Uh, cool well congratulations on your uh family edition is it a little boy or a little girl anthony a little girl, thank you. Ah, no worries. What's she called? Lucy. Lucy. Oh, my grandma's name. Yep. Beautiful name. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations on that, mate. Yeah, congrats. Is Thanks, it your, man. your first? Yeah, it is the first. So we're yeah. just totally, uh, pulling your totally hair in out. love, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. You said totally in love. I said pulling your hair out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's another balance. <laughs> That's what we tell ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it's an amazing, amazing uh, feeling. So congratulations, yeah. man. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Brilliant. Cool. And I think we'll uh, well we'll leave you to get back to your third beer. Yeah. Awesome. All well, right, thank man. Thanks for joining us, buddy. No worries, Chief. You okay. take care. Thank you very much. All right. Bye bye. All right, dude. Bye bye. Well, that were Anthony Lupesco. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good guy. Uh, nice to connect with another brand. Um, every day is a school day. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Always, always learning. I'm glad we got to that point to end where, because <clears throat> you kind of like tried to dig it out a little bit, but we got to that point to end where he said, "Yeah, well, what we're actually trying to do is marry the experience of my father and his traditional craftsman and tailorship." And, you know, his vision of what clothing should look like today, which is... Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that comes across in the site. Um, but sometimes you don't want to tread on people's toes. So what is it you're trying to do? Is it is it heritage? Is it post-heritage? Is it somewhere in the yeah. middle? Yeah. Um, but I do think that when you look at their design that it is somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. is. Um, and that makes it an interesting brand for me uh, because it'd be good to hear what people think of the brand because I'm still learning as we all know but I don't know if people go for heritage post heritage or somewhere in the middle or a mix of the two I mean can you answer that one Ben or is that just personal preference or you know what you wake up and think you're going to wear yeah I, th- I think it's uh, no I think it is a bit of a lifestyle choice actually I think people that go for sort of the heritage stuff are choosing it a bit more of, of as a lifestyle. We touched on that with Amy Leverton blog a little bit. Of course, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, Shoko as a brand are obviously in the infancy, aren't they? You could tell. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you could really tell with a lot of things that we spoke about. So Really honest as well um, of Anthony to say that, you know, the every, every, well, they're learning as well. And, you know, they're developing their product. And, you know, he said, you know, for the last three years they've been manufacturing mm. great great clobber uh, but pre- previous to that they've had some some scary products come out yeah. uh, but again that's honest and fair fair enough to to the guys because uh, they are a small team um finding the feet uh but what they're churning out is 
good from what I've seen. Very, yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and I've not personally witnessed any of the shirts apart from seeing them online. Uh, be good to know um, a bit more about them and see some see some fades on the, on those and see what people think. Yeah, for definite, mate. For death. Um, so. Cool, cool. So, well, that was that. I hope everybody enjoyed that one. Uh, we're coming to the end of another Clobbercast. It's not Clobber- too late either, is it? Not too late. Uh, what time are you up in the morning? Oh, uh, it's 25 to 10 and I will be up at 5am because oh, uh, I'm driving tomorrow. South London tomorrow. Yeah. South? So you have to go through London or are you going round it? I'm going to go round it. On M25? Yeah. So you're going to set off at what? Get up at five, leave Uh, you at six? Yeah, be there for 11. So there'll be a comfort break on the way, but that's fine. That's life. That's what we do. We're catching up with a client down there um, and doing some videography tomorrow as well. Are you uh, staying over? No, no, no. We're just going to make it back up um, because I've got conference calls on Wednesday. You've got... A busy couple of days. Yeah, very, very busy, 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 busy bee. Uh, well, all of us, I suppose, but it's a lot of yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, it's cool, it's all good, though, it's all good. Um, to be honest, I don't mind long drives, because I get to listen to music. Is that what you do? I was going to say that. Do you use that time to call customers? Because on a train, it's like you can work. So if you've got emails or you've got stuff to plan, you can almost use that time. The, there's always calls uh, from nine o'clock... Well, you've been sat in our office for days. Yeah. Um, not literally. You've been home in between. Um, <laughs> but, you know, my phone is constantly ringing and I must get at least five to ten calls per hour. So you can, like, save them up and think, right, I've got five <laughs> hours on the road. Yeah, I, I do now. make loads of calls um, while I'm driving. But, again, I, uh, I like to get stuck into new bands, mm. um, new albums. Uh, things like that as well because I'm a proper music music geek before before anything else to be honest with you I'm proper full on uh, music geek and I have this disagreement with my wife because we've got a few tellies in our house in in every room pretty tellisons. much tellies <laughs> not tellisons um, but yeah I'd rather listen to music than watch anything you know when we talked on previous podcasts about, you know, what would your last film be or what would you yeah. your last thing you'd watch? I'd just ask for an album. Yeah, to be fair, Glenn, I work loads on a night, mm. and I always put Spotify on. I don't work in front of telly or out like that. I can no. I can work from like nine ten o'clock till twelve one o'clock in the morning, and just listen to music. Yeah, in fact, telly TV actually. Well, it pisses me off a bit at the minute. Like, not really. Not really. I can't... You know when you're doing something in life, like you work for yourself, I work for myself, so your brain's constantly going, you're constantly thinking about work. Uh-huh. You, it's really hard to take an hour out to think about something else that's on a telly screen. It's, it's really weird. Like, mm. it just you just don't feel relaxed when you're doing my, it. My attention span's terrible as well. I'm literally like a child. I can sit still for about 20 minutes, and then I'm like, just messing. I know, I keep having to fill in in podcasts when you wander off. (laughs) (laughs) When I'm watching TV. When you're doing headstands in corner. (laughs) Yeah, I I do. My attention span's really, really bad when it comes to TV, so... But yeah, but that's that. That's all good. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, But yeah, just another busy day, but that's fine. We'll get the podcast out. We'll get that sorted. We're supposed to have Kelly on Thursday from Dawson Denim. 
Yeah, yeah, that'll be an interesting one. It'll be really interesting because um, uh, she's a good personality. Yeah. Uh, I need to. Uh, we probably need to make sure that we can both make that. Seeing as you're away from. <laughs> you're yeah, away. that's fine. I I'm, need um, to check the shifts. I uh, <laughs> did it. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm down in Stevenage on Thursday. Lucky uh, you. During the day. Yeah. Um, but I'll be back for the evening. Okay. Uh, and we might. And it's Good Friday, isn't it? After that. Yeah, I'll make it later. Is that all right if I make it for like half eight again then? So it yeah, gives you a chance fine. to come home and see. Yeah, that's fine. Well, might, might be able to have a couple of beers on Thursday as well because it's yeah. Good Friday, so that means that the office is closed, um, which is which is cool for me. Um, but yeah, a little bit about Dawson Denim. I've just seen, again, not jumping in and putting people off because that's not what, I, what this is about, but at the moment I've only really seen... Um, I've only really seen a very expensive apron. What from, from Dawson? Dawson? Yeah, right, are you okay, yeah. The striped one. Yeah, yeah. What's what's the proper name for that? Hickory stripe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the that's the only product I've really seen um, at the moment from Dawson. But yeah, uh, I will be doing. And they'll be uh, doing that as uh, as cost effective as I can as well. But we have got the jeans and we have got the sack jackets in as well. Which is their version ah, of a chill. I have coat. seen the black one, yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen exactly. the black one. That is quite heavy, actually. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, but that's interesting to learn more about those guys because we've not really had any. Well, we've not had a British manufacturer on, have we? Nope. Um, this will be the first so one. So, this will be a first for yeah. us. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, ex- excited about that one. It'll be good. Um, what's happening the rest of what? Your week, Ben? Uh, no, I'm just getting product ready for the website. Constantly working on website all the time, me at minute now. Mm-hmm. So just putting new products up, making sure pictures are all right. Uh, we've got a bit of tidying out to do in shop. We've had a little drop of vintage, not a big one, but some really nice vintage pieces have just come in. Uh, we're getting, we've, oh, like I said, I've got all the RGT stuff just come in and a load of eat dust shirts come in. So it'll just be a case of getting them booked in, getting for sale, getting photoed, let everybody see what there is. Uh, so yeah, just working stock, mate. That's exactly what it is. Brilliant. Tomorrow Brilliant. night, there's uh, we're having there's a, a pub in Sheffield or a bar called the Picture House Social, which is a really cool place. Uh, they're actually naming a cocktail after Club Camp Supply Co. That's cool. Which is cool. Uh, there's a cocktail tasting tomorrow. I believe there were about 16 cocktails to taste. I, they came to me and they were like, what do you like? And I'm like, well, I like beer, red wine, and bourbon. And I thought, they can't make a cocktail out of that. And they went, yeah, we'll pull all the bourbon through the red wine and it'll give it this, you know, like they went into it big style. And I was like, you know. yeah, whatever. But, you know, like, sounds amazing. Like, obviously experts at the craft um, sounds strong I, I can't go to that though it's a Tuesday night you know mm. like I've, I've, I've Callum Sean and Darcy I've, I've asked them if they can go on my behalf and uh, taste the cocktail right. like it's, it'd be all rock and roll to say yeah I'm, you know, it'd be brilliant to go and da, 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 but you know I need to go home and work on website <laughs> <laughs> look after your children yeah, yeah exactly yeah it's like I've got stuff to actually do yeah. so I think Summit Team will be doing that which means they'll all be on over on Wednesday uh, and we've got a photo shoot on Wednesday with Josh your man yeah 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 so uh, again uh, more product coming in um, 
Yeah, there's, there's just loads going on. Um, and again, it's really, really, really important that we get people's feedback. Um, what they like about the site, what they don't like, um, what they want to see more of, what they want to see less of, uh, who they want to hear on the podcast, what they want us to cover as well. Um, everything's up for grabs because it's just us. So we ain't got loads of management to get through. It's just a case of yeah. whatever you guys want, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll do. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. just give, exactly. give it a go. Um, the but people's yeah. website. Um, so uh, this will be pretty much... No, maybe one more, maybe one po- more co- podcast um, before the social, the rally social. Yeah, we will be doing um, it live, of course. Um, but yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, don't forget to like and subscribe um, on iTunes. Uh, keep listening. Anything you guys want to hear, just let us know. Yeah, sounds good to me, mate. Cool, sounds good to me. Ben, cue the thank yous. Thanks for everybody that's tuned in again and listened. Uh, I believe this is podcast number eight. It is. It's, it is growing. Uh, there's people from all of us still getting in touch with us. It's been uh, great good fun getting it going, to be honest with you. And I uh, <clears throat> I think one one week we're definitely going to spend a bit of time, Glennet, I don't know if I spoke to you about this yet, just ringing up the guys that listen to it speaking to him for five ten minutes each so we'll not particularly have a guest as we'll just shoot shit with guests yeah that'd be just good, getting loads of live testimonials yeah no not that but you know when you're talking to brands and that it's brilliant and i love it but it's like it, it's it's all about product and it's all about you know sometimes it can be a little bit serious when you know i just like having a beer and turn out with lads you know yeah. like and so it'd be good to phone some of them up and yeah. Definitely. And shoot shit for 10 minutes and see how we're getting on. Uh, So, yeah, thanks to everybody for listening. And we'll we'll, we'll see you soon because we're back with Dawson Denim in a few days anyway. So, thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Take care.